Okay, praise the Lord. So my question to you tonight is this. Okay, listen here. Um, my, my question to you tonight is this. Who are you? Who are you? Arvin, right? Okay. Who are you, Arvin? A person, okay, all right. Aiden, who are you, Aiden? Rico, who are you? Okay, louder. A child of God, yes, true. That is so true. Tyrone, who are you? I'm not talking about your clan either, okay? All right, who are you? Okay. Okay. Olivia, who are you? I, I want you to think about this question. Who are you? Who are you? Demetrius, who are you? Yeah, you are. A child of God. Okay. Who are you? Can be answered in three ways. Okay? How do others think of you? How do others think of you? Okay. So, Tyrone. How does, how does Rico think of you? Is that who you are? Rico. How does Olivia think of you? Is that who you are? If she says, Rico doesn't know anything. Is that true? Okay. What about who you think you are? Okay. Demetrius, are you smart? I'm smart. Okay. Arvin, do you know it all? Say, I know it all. Okay. Alexandria, do you know everything? You do? All right. Okay. So, next question I'm going to ask you. Okay. What, what, what's the square root of um, 20,000? Huh? <laughs> Okay, here's the other one, look. I think others think who I am, you know? Do you think like, do you worry about how people look at you and how they think of you? What, what about this? When you go, when you go to um, a store and you go in there with no mask, how would that make you feel now? Because we got used to it, huh? We got used to wearing what? A mask. So now, our mask is kind of like our phone now. You know your phone? When you leave the, the, the house and you forget your phone, you, what do you say? Oh shoot, I forgot my phone. Turn around. Then you go back and then you get your phone and you feel, you feel like, okay, now I'm good. I got my phone. But now it's like, oh, I forgot my mask. Turn around. I need my mask. 
Is this the only way I can go eat? Is this the only way I can buy gas? Because of the mask. I heard this. There was a song, Amazing Grace. Okay? Amazing Grace. Okay? My chains are gone. I have been set free. Have you heard that song? What about this? Amazing Grace. My mask is gone. I have been set free. See, now everything is masked, 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 masked. Well, you know what? I want to tell you this. God, who you really are is the person, is, is the, the person is that is who God says you are. So who does God say you are? Okay? What's your name? Way in the back. Loudly. Pagan, pagan. Okay, who does God say you are? Who does God say you are? Okay, so you're his child? Yeah, true. Okay, here's some things, look. I'm going to kind of go through this real quick, okay? This is who God says that we are, okay? I am God's. Child, yes, true. But we got to look at it this way. Look, I am God's forever forgiven child. See, that's a big difference. We can say that I'm a child of God, yes. But we got to say it like this. Look, I'm a forever forgiven child of God. Because when Jesus died on the cross, who did He die on the cross for? Yeah, for me, for you. And then when He died on the cross, everything that we did, He wiped it clean. Like we never did anything. So now we're forgiven. I've been forgiven. Set free. See? So now I can say that I'm a child of God who's been forgiven forever. Forever, forever. Go to Hebrews. Look at Hebrews um, chapter 10. Okay, Hebrews chapter 10. And let's look at what Hebrews chapter 10 says here. Hebrews 10. And then look at verse uh, 17. If you find it, I want you to yell out the page number so that way everybody can get there quick. Hebrews 10, 17. Page 973. Page 973. Okay? Look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 17. Okay. And this is what it says right here. Look, it says, Then... He adds. Who's He? Okay, let's keep reading here. Look. Their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Wow. Who's saying that? God. God is saying that their sinless are their sins 
and lawless acts, I will remember no more. How many of us are sinners? Everybody's hands should go up because we all are sinners. We all sin. We all made a mistake. We all made the wrong choice. We all did something wrong. But you know what? When, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, and then we say, God, forgive me. And that, right here, what we just read, look, what does he say? He goes, he says that their sins and lawless acts, I will remember no more. That is so amazing that God, look at God that created the heaven and the earth. God that's in control of everything. God that, that can, can judge you according to who you are, what you did, and say, heaven or hell. This God that we talk about, this God, He says, I will remember your sins no more. Arvin, go down a couple more. Have you ever made a mistake? Have you ever disobeyed your parents? Okay. We, I think we all have. Okay. Rico, have you ever did something wrong to someone? Maybe told a lie? Alright. Tyrone, have you ever gone to an argument with Demetrius and maybe he, maybe he, he did something wrong, stole something from you, broke something that was yours? And you got upset with him? Okay. Now, when this person that you that you did something wrong with, you told him, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Can you forgive me? When Demetrius said, Tyrone, I'm sorry, sorry brother. I'll buy you another one. I'll fix it. Can you forgive me? See? And then you forgive him. And then one week down the road, two weeks down the road, what do you say? Remember what you did that last time? Right? Remember? Remember? Kylie, remember when you disobeyed me? I told you not to, but you did it. Remember? I won't, I won't say what she did. Okay? But I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of that. Because I, I, I do that to my kids sometimes. I'll, I'll say, when they ask me for something, I'll bring up something from the past and say, remember what you did? I'll bring, I'll bring it up from the past. I think all of us as parents will do that. We do that. And I, I'm pretty sure you guys have experienced that. But look what does God say right here when we say, God, forgive me. Right here, what we just read in Hebrews. Because their sins and lawless acts, I will remember no more. God doesn't say that to you. He doesn't say, remember. Remember what you did. Remember it. Remember. He doesn't say that. He says, I will remember no more. So that's one thing that we can learn about about ourselves. I am God's forever forgiven child according to His Word right here. Now here's another one. Look. I am a new 
person in Christ. I'm a new person in Christ. New person. Arvin, have you ever have you ever wanted something new and then you went to go buy it? Maybe clothes, maybe a hat, maybe a shoe, whatever. And then you went to go get it and then you put it on. How did that feel? Like, wow. You went to the mirror and you looked at yourself. You looked, how did it look in the back? Okay. I mean, you were, you, you were looking good, right? You liked that thing. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that's the same way. That's the same way. And that's what the Word of God says. I am a new creation. All things have passed away and all things have become new. If you, if you were to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, okay, we're not going to go there, but if you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, it says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. And then it says, old things have passed away, all things have become what? New. So guess what? Keegan, right? You're a new person. You're new. In Christ, you're new. Brand new. You, ne- you did nothing wrong. You're, you're perfect, holy in the presence of God. All because of Jesus. See that? Wow. Wow. I, I, I'd be excited. I, I did a lot of bad things. A lot of bad things. I made some bad choices. But God forgave me. Because of Jesus, I'm new. And he looks at me today. You know how God looks at you? He looks at you as Jesus. Because he sees Jesus in you. That's just, that's just amazing. Here's another one. Look. I am a son of God. You are a son of God. All of you. You stand before God. Look. You stand before God not as a servant, but as His Son. Accepted in love in Christ. Here's another one. I am a person in whom Christ lives. Where does Jesus live? Does He live in heaven? Where does He live? Olivia, where does Jesus live? In Farmington? Where does He live? Rico, where does He live? Yeah. Everybody, say this. Look, Jesus lives in me. Yeah. Okay. Again, Jesus lives in me. Yeah. He lives in me. He lives in me. He lives in me. Now, Arvin, are you a citizen? Who, what, um, okay. So you live in what, what, what country? Yeah, United States. So you're citizens of the United States of America, right? But what about, what, according to the Bible? According to the Bible, it says that you are a citizens of heaven. 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 
Go to Philippians. Philippians. Look at chapter 3. Philippians. Chapter 3. And then verse 20. Okay, if you got the page number, yell it out. Nine what? Nine five two. All right. Okay, look at Philippians chapter three. Okay, look at verse twenty. But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await. A Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. See, Jesus is coming back. He's coming back. And He's coming back for all those that are citizens of heaven. I am a citizen of heaven. My citizenship is of heaven. You know, um, remember I asked you, who, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Our, our, our native culture, this is what they do, right? They come up here or they, they, they go and they introduce themselves and then they say their name and then they say their clan. I'll be honest with you. I prayed, I asked God, is that okay? What is wrong with this, God? Show me, tell me, let me know. How many of you know where this clan came from? Did you know that this clan, they called this, they said there was a spirit lady. This spirit lady, this spirit woman, gave four clans to these people like this. And, they, and then she said, that's going to be who you are. Now go. That's according to that native culture, our culture. And I thought, wow. Is, is that really who I am? Is that really who I am? But what does God say? God says, no, I am a child of God. I am a citizen of heaven. Jesus lives in me. I am a seed from Abraham. I came from Abraham. Because the Bible says that God told Abraham that you're going to have many children. So many children that you can't even count. So I believe that that's where I came from. I believe that I came from from God, from, from Him, through Abraham, all the way down. Not from some lady who said, this is who you're going to be. That is strong. I mean, I, I just had to bring that out. Um, see, the, the, the devil, the enemy is going to put things in your mind and tell you who you are. How many of you have ever said this? I'm not good enough. How many of you have ever said this? I can't do it. 
How many have ever said this? I'm not smart. I can't. I'm... Yeah. You know what? All those are faults. All of that. Remember, you're a child of God. You're a child of God. Every single one of you, a child of God. Because if God says that, if somebody, if somebody says that you can't do it, you can't do it because of your status, whatever. What, what does God say in Philippians? I can do all things through Christ, right? Who strengthens me. You see that? If somebody ever tells you you can't do it, say, no, I can. Because God says I can. Because Jesus says I can. I can do it. I can do it. Now, there's, there's many more here. But um, I want to I talk about, you know, when Jesus died, when he died, on the cross when he was crucified you know we were crucified with him too and when he rose we rose with him also go to go to Romans chapter 6 Romans chapter 6 and then look at verse 6 Okay, look at Romans chapter 6. And then look at verse 6. Okay. Are you there? Alright. If you're there, go like this. Look. <laughs> I can see all your head. Alright. Okay. Alright, look at verse 6. Verse 6 says that, um, For we know that our old self was what? crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with that we should no longer be slaves to sin so in other words this is what it means our old self my old self used to lie my old self used to gamble my old self used to, used, to, used to do all these things. But when, when, when Jesus was crucified, I was crucified with him. So all those things are gone. No more. No more. My words, my language. No more. Profanity, no more. Music, music that I used to listen to, no more. Because I used to listen to some, some, some bad music. No more. No more. So this scripture right here. If you know who you are in Christ. If you know who you are in Christ. Then, then 
you got to get rid of all of those things. If you have attitude, selfish, pride, all those things, it's time to get rid of it. Time to get rid of it. If you watch movies that are not good, rated R, it's time to put those away. Because today, I've noticed that there's, there's, there's movies that you think that they're okay to watch, but when you start watching it, next thing you know, it starts, the, the words, are, they get so awful. And you just have to turn it off. Why would you want to watch something that is so dirty? Why would you want to watch something that is so filthy? Turn it off. Remember? Right here, look at what does this scripture say right here in Romans chapter 6, uh, verse 6. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body, look, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. Is your body still ruled by sin? Who, who rules your body? If you say you're a child of God, if you say that your citizenship is in heaven, if you say that, that I, I am a, a new creation, if you say all that and you believe it, then why do you want to allow sin to rule your body? See, like Rico here. Rico has a, a, another testimony of what he experienced, what he did, what he gone through. He, he, went, he went so far. He went so far away from God. And he experienced those things that were awful, terrible. And then he's got some, some art on his, on his body. And I'm, I'm pretty sure he has a, a testimony about that, where he got those. See? But you know what? Dead to sin. He, he died. He, he said, no more. And he put all that away. Now he's alive with Christ. See, he died with Christ. He put all that away. Now he's alive just as Jesus was resurrected. That's why, that's why now you, you, see, you see Rico here at this church doing things for God. I, I encourage you, all of you, every single one of you, finish your school, get your degree, and then become a Christian whatever. You might be a Christian teacher in the school. You might be a, a Christian doctor in the hospital. You might be a Christian lawyer somewhere. You see, we need we need Christians, believers in those in those kinds of jobs. You might be a Christian president. Wow, can you imagine if we had a Christian president? What do you think our world would be like? What do you think this country would be like? A Christian president. Maybe even a Christian Navajo Nation president. Yes, we have a president that says he believes in God. But you know what? He still allows 
medicine men to practice what they do. I don't understand. Does it make sense? If, you, if you're going to be a Christian, you're either going to be all the way in or not. If you're going to be a child of God, you're going to, you're going to fully get it or you're not. So, don't be torn apart like this. Look, look, look at my hands. This is the world. This is God. You can't, you can't hold on to the world and try to hold on to God. Sooner or later. How many of you have ever been on a monkey bar? Okay, when, maybe when you were young, right? And then you're holding on, right? Maybe you had a competition and said, who can hold on the longest? Actually, you know what? Let me share this with you. This girl over here, Alexandria, she went with her, um, her, her, her grandma. Her grandma and grandpa took her to Las Vegas. And they went to Las Vegas. And, there was this, and then she took a picture, they recorded it, then they sent it to me. And then there was this man saying, if you can hold on to this bar for one minute or whatever, you, you're going to win this much money. And what did she do? She was holding on, holding on, holding on. And next thing you know, she let go. She didn't win. Sooner or later, you're holding on to the world, you're holding on to God. Sooner or later, you're going to let go of one of them. What if you let go of God and you follow the world because you enjoy the world so much? You don't want to get rid of that music. You don't want to get rid of that, those, those movies, those games, those games that are so violent. Then you're holding on to that and you, you, next thing you know, you're going to let go of God. You've got time to let go of that. Let go of it. Let go of it. God has so much more to offer you. So much more. So much more that He can do, that He can work through you. Can you be a millionaire and be a Christian? Yes. Can you be a successful Christian? Yes. But you, what it comes down to is that God knows your heart. He knows your heart. So with your mouth, if you say, oh yeah, I believe in God, but then in your heart, you're like, oh, when I get home, I'm going to turn up the music and I'm going to listen to, um, what, what, what kind of music is out there now? You see? You see the music that we played here? The lyrics, Waymaker, Miracle Worker. These dry bones, I'm going to live, I'm going to live, I'm going to live. Last night I was watching, um, there's this um, music award. How many of you watched it? I did. You know what? There was a music award. It's called K-Love Music Award. All these Christian bands. They were given award for their music that they made. You, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. Because they're, they're all praising God. They're all worshiping God. They're all singing about God. 
They're all singing about Jesus, who Jesus is. And they're getting, I mean, it's just so, so, it's just so, so moving. And I, I watched that last night, and I thought to myself, man, the reason why I say it is because I, I've seen, I've seen um, little, little parts of like uh, those, those um, video music awards. They call it VMA. And it's so filthy, so dirty, so awful. If you, if, if you probably know what I'm talking about. You watch that, and then you watch this Christian Music Award. Big difference. Big difference. Remember, sooner or later, you're going to let go. Who are you going to let go of? God? Or are you going to let go of the world? Who are you? Who are you? A child of God. Who are you? A new creation. Who are you? Here are some I am. Look, I am one with Christ in his death. I am one with Christ in his resurrection. I am one with Christ in his exaltation. I am one with Christ in his Father's love. I am one with Christ in his righteousness. I am one with Christ in his plans. I am one with Christ in the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I am one with Christ in his glory. I am one with Christ in his sonship. All of these. All of these. I'm going to end with this right here. Okay? Think about yourself. Think about yourself. When you're, when you're discouraged, because we all get discouraged. I get discouraged. When you feel like, and you say, I am such a poor, sinful person. All of these things. You know, you, you kind of feel sorry for yourself. You know, look to God. Look to God. Look to God. So there's two things right here. Are you a believer? Or are you a feeler? Which one are you? A believer or a feeler? What do I mean by that? What are you living your life by? What are you living your life by? What are you living your life by, Rico? By the way you feel? Tyrone, what are you living your life by? By the way you feel? Tegan, right? Tegan? What, what are you living your life by? By the way you feel? 
or by what you believe. See, I asked you earlier, who are you? I'm a child of God. See, you believe that. If you are a child of God and you believe that, then that's the way you need to be. Don't live by feelings. Don't live by feelings. Don't live by feelings. I am just a nobody. That's a feeling. No. God is for me. God loves me and accepts me. I am one with Christ. I am a failure. No, you're not a failure. Don't live by feelings. Don't ever feel that you're lonely. Because God says that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Don't ever, when you, when you get discouraged, remember. Look at us. Uh, let's go to Philippians. Okay, go to Philippians. Philippians. Chapter 1. And then look at verse 6. I sense that there, there, there's somebody in here who has that, that discouraged feeling. Okay? When, when you feel discouraged, discouraged, look at the verse right here. Look what God says right here in Philippians chapter 1. Look at verse, verse um, 6. He says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you. Okay, let me read that again. That he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Look, God has called every one of you. And God has a purpose for every one of you. And God has a calling for every one of you. And He's starting that. Don't get discouraged when something is not going right. God, what did He say right here? He goes, look, He goes, that He who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ. Jesus. So God will finish what He started in you. He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Tyrone, what God started in you, He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Demetrius, what God started in you, the day that you were born, that day that you were born, when what God started in you, He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Arvin, what God started in you, He's going to finish it. Aiden, what God started in you, He's going to finish it. Tegan, what God, God started in you, He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Well, what's your name right here? Raiden? No, Raiden. Raiden. All right, Raiden. Raiden, child of God, right? Yes, 
The believer or feeler? Yes. Praise God. Believer. What God started in you, He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. He's going to finish it. Olivia, He's going to finish it. Alexandra, He's going to finish it. Seth, He's going to finish it. What He started in every single one of you. Rico, He's going to finish it. What He started in you, He's going to finish it. Don't ever feel afraid. Don't ever feel afraid. Disappointed? Don't ever get disappointed. Okay? So, we're going we're gonna to finish with this right here. How many of you know Gideon? Who knows Gideon? Okay? Go to... Um, Okay, go to Judges, Judges chapter 6. Judges. Remember we talked about Gideon one time? Who remembers? If you don't remember, we're going to stay here until midnight. <laughs> Judges chapter 6. Okay. Go all the way down to verse 15. Actually, let's start with um, 14. Look at 14. Gideon chapter 6, verse 14. Okay, it says, The Lord turned to him and said, Go in the strength you have and save Israel out of Midian's hand. Am I not sending you? Look at verse 15. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied, but how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my family. What did we just talk about? Who are you? What is Gideon saying right here? What is he saying about himself? I can't do it. I'm the weakest link. Why are you sending me to go save Israel? Aiden, what if God calls you? And then you say, what, me? I, I can't. I got a mask on. No. Remember, God will complete what he started in you. Now, let's go to verse, look at verse 16. Look, what did God say? The Lord answered, look, what did he say? I will what? Be with you. And then look, and you will strike down all the Midianites, leaving none alive. How many of you know the story of Gideon? Did you know that Gideon, let, let, me, let me just go, to, go through this with you real quick. Look. Gideon had 32,000 men to go fight Israel. Oh, not Israel. To go fight to save Israel. He had 32,000 men. So how do you think Gideon felt with 32,000 men? I think we can do it, right? I think we can do this. You know what? God told Gideon, that's too many men. 
Because what's going to happen is that if you take all those 32,000 and then they defeat, these men are going to feel proud of themselves. Like, yeah, look what I did. They're not going to say, look what God did. So God told Gideon, tell these men, if you're afraid, leave. Leave. And you know what? There was a lot that left. So 32,000, it came down to 10,000. So how many left? Come on, math wizards. 32,000, he started out with. And he only had, he only had uh, 10,000 left. So how many left? 22,000, right? Okay, 22,000. Okay. So then Gideon thought, okay, well, okay, 22,000 or 10,000, I think we can still do it. But you know what? God said, nope, there's still too many. You know how many men Gideon was left with? Who knows? Who knows? What, what, how many fingers am I holding up? 300. Look, how much did I say he started out with? 32,000, right? And look, all he had left was 300. Now, how do you think Gideon feels? Confident? Oh, we can still do this. You know, the other that, 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 the, that they were fighting with, they had over 120,000 men. Who's going to win this war? Somebody with over 120,000 or someone with 300? A lot of people are going to say, well, they had more men. But you know what? They didn't have God. Gideon had God. Gideon had God. And you know what? They, they defeated that army. Gideon, won, with the help of God, won this battle with only 300 men. And a lot of them, they didn't even have to kill him. They all killed themselves. Because they were so afraid. God told him, I want you to divide those 300 men up into three. Put 100 over here, 100 over here, and 100 over here. And then at night, I want you to blow on a horn, and I want you to wave this flame. And when they did that, one did it over here, so these people probably looked, whoa. And then another one over here, they looked, whoa. Another one over here, and they looked, whoa. And they got so scared, they just killed each other. You see how God is? So if God calls you, tells you to do something, don't be afraid. Don't say, no, I can't do it. No. God can do it. With God, he can do, you can, he can do it. And he defeated all these men. All these men. All these men. Now, so this is what I learned from this. God wants strong believers. Not feelers. Believers. God wants people that believe in his word. Strong. This pandemic that's going around, why should we be afraid? We got God. Why should we be scared? We got God. 
Remember that one time I told you this? What, what, what's going to save your life? Math? Vaccine? Or God? God. 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 Jesus will save your life. Will save your soul. And you're going to be, because you're citizens of heaven, right? You don't need no mask in heaven. You don't need no va vaccine in heaven. All you need is Jesus. All you need is Jesus. All you need is Jesus. Accept Jesus. What are you holding on to? Don't hold on to the world. Let go. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to God. Hold on to God. So next time you forget your mask or you forget your Bible, oh shoot, turn around. I forgot my Bible. Don't worry about your mask. Don't worry about your mask. You need, your, you need the Bible. You need God's Word. You need God's Word. Gideon, 300 men who did it with God, with the help of God. Israel is being attacked by Palestine. And then you know what? People are saying, oh, Israel. God is protecting them. If God can do it with Gideon with 300 men, God can protect Israel, Jerusalem. They will never be defeated. Never. Never. And we need to get a hold of that. America needs to support Israel. Because God says, if you support my chosen people, I will bless you. So if America supports Israel, guess what? We're going to be blessed. We're going to be blessed. That's why it's so important. So important. So important. So a lot of you guys are getting out there, getting older. You know, but that's why we, we talk about this. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Good. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for this night. Thank you, Father, for your children who are here. Father God, thank you, Father, Lord, that they are believers, Father, Lord, that they are not feelers, Father God, that they believe in your word, they stand in your, on your word, Father, Lord, and that through your word you will strengthen them, Father God, that they will know the truth, and by the truth that they will be set free, Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, what may seem impossible, with you all things are possible, Father God. You have called each and every one of them, Father Lord, for a purpose, Father Lord, for your glory, Father God. And I pray, Father Lord, that they will know that, that they will choose that, and that they will, they will just go forth and, and become who you have destined for them to be, Father Lord. And that they will be Christian, working people out there in the world, Father Lord, in Jesus' name so that you will receive all the honor and all the glory, Father God. I thank you, Father Lord. Be with them each and every day, Father Lord. Thank you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.